And now, Greenlight Reviews, hosted by Ann Elder and Les Roberts. Hey, everybody. Welcome once again to Greenlight Reviews, the show where we talk about the movies. My name is Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. And today, Ann, we're going to review a film called I Love You, Beth Cooper. Right. You know, there have been many times over the course of Hollywood where a movie has been remade many times. For instance, To Have and Have Not, the great film with Bogart and McCall, has been done four different times, Mm -hmm. and they never called it To Have and Have Not except the first time, so they were trying to fool us into thinking (laughs) we never saw this movie before. Well, I Love You, Beth Cooper is the exact same film that you and I have seen at least five times in the last three years. Oh, for sure. It's a movie that has recycle written all over it, and I don't mean recycle in a good way here. You have a hero and a heroine. He's a nerd. She's the pretty cheerleader. There's grad night complete with illegal beer purchases. You have kids drinking and driving, kids drinking with the lights out in their cars, narrowly missing trees and walls and other cars. I mean, the cliches go on and on and on, and it's borrowed from every single teen movie we've ever seen, not just in the last year. That's right. And the worst thing of all is there is a bully in this film, and like so many other films we've seen recently, he's not just a bully. He's a psycho. Mm -hmm. He could kill somebody very easily, and... When you have somebody like that running around, this ain't funny, McGee. You know, it's interesting they call this a teen comedy or a rom-com. It's none of those things. This is a loser film about teenagers that I suspect young adults will find to be lame and stupid and silly and dumb, shallow, and extremely uncool. Well, let's talk about the people who are in the film. Playing the title character, Beth Cooper, Uh is Hayden Panettiere, the other leading character, is Paul Rust, an actor I am totally unfamiliar with. He plays Dennis Cooverman. He is a nerd. He is quite an unattractive nerd. He's the valedictorian in his high school class, and when he gets up to make his speech, he announces to everyone, I love you, Beth Cooper. Exactly, making her most uncomfortable. Because he has never even spoken to her in the last four years. So this sets up a problem. Mm -hmm. One of the big troubles is that Beth Cooper is dating and has been dating for the last three years a kid named Kevin, played by Sean Roberts. And Kevin is more than a bully. He's more than a bad guy. He's a psychopath. He's a maniac in this film. And we think he's going to kill this poor Dennis Cooverman. Or the girls. Or the girls. There are two other girls. They are Beth Cooper's best friends. They are played by Lauren London and Lauren Storm. They're both attractive, though not drop-dead gorgeous, nor is Hayden Panettiere. And, boy, there's nothing to say about this movie that is the least bit positive. I agree with you. You know, I said earlier that Chris Columbus and the writer Larry Doyle seem to have borrowed everything from past movies. Unfortunately, they didn't borrow anything that was funny. (laughs) And that is surprising because Chris Columbus has delivered a lot of good comedies like Home Alone, Mrs. Doubtfire, and he's written Gremlins and Goonies. He's a very talented and respected comedy person. What was in his head when they gave him the script and said, okay, we're going to do this one? Well, I suspect that he needed the paycheck because there's no other reason for him to have done this movie. And he certainly didn't seem to have a very good time doing the film. There was not a lot of joy up on the screen. You know, the very fact that it's not funny is one big problem with the movie. But I have another problem, and that is that the film 
is completely unconscionable. For any writer and any director to allow scenes to take place where you see a young girl, in this case it was Beth Cooper's character, driving erratically, and I mean this is after the kids have had six or seven or eight beers, which they obtained illegally, by the way. Then you see them driving without their headlights because they think that's funny, and then they're laughing hysterically and having a jolly good time of it with this very irresponsible young girl driving. You know, I just was so shocked by this because there was no repercussion. There was no punishment for her really bad behavior in the movie. I just don't get it. Kids are very susceptible. They see stunts like this, and they may just imitate, and they won't have such good results as the characters in this movie. Everything in this film was disgusting and offensive to me. I thought so, too, Les. I just think it is a disaster. Well, not only did we have the psycho bully in this picture for no reason, reason at all, by the way. He is maniacal in his intensity, and I don't understand that either. I guess he was on drugs, and I think they mentioned that one or two times. But everything here is a cliche. The girls travel in a pack of three. The two best friends are about three steps behind Beth Cooper, and they prance behind her like they were backup singers. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and then you have Chris Columbus's direction with these, you know, horrible sight gags, shoes getting stuck in cow patties. Come on, guys, we've seen this before, and, you know, it's really dreadful stuff. And then you have that dreadful scene at the end of the film where the nerd and the cheerleader bond. Oh, wait a minute. Let's talk about the morals here. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. After yeah. all this ridiculous and unfunny comedy and dangerous behavior, these two people, Beth Cooper and Dennis Cooverman, sit down at the edge of a pier Correct. by a lake, and they talk very, very seriously <laughs> about caring about people and being nice to people and being decent. And open up to who they really are. Yes, come on, come on. And then we find out that the cheerleader really has a lot of insecurities, and she's not very smart and she probably won't have the same future that the nerd will have because, after all, he's going to go to Stanford Medical School and become a big, famous doctor. Come on, folks. I mean, this is really difficult stuff to take. It's very difficult, and it's more difficult to think about them getting together eventually when they're both grown up. Oh, my. What a disastrous pairing this is. There's just nothing about this movie that is positive, and for this reason and this reason alone, Anne, mm -hmm. I am giving it a big, fat, glaring, throbbing <laughs> red light. This is a very insincere picture. It is. It's just a bunch of actors impersonating teens in a fantasy world that I don't think any young teenager will recognize. So, you know, for me, I love you, Beth Cooper. Flunks big time. I think we should put it in detention hall, or we should... I know where we should put it. We should put it in a trash compactor. And I want us to stand there and listen while it gets ground up. <laughs> For me, I love you, Beth Cooper. Mm -mm. Gets a big, fat red light. Two big fat red lights for I Love You, Beth Cooper, written by Larry Doyle from his own novel. It's directed by Chris Columbus. Mr. Columbus, come on, you know better than to make a film like this. And the big stars of this film, Hayden Panettiere, Paul Rust, Jack Carpenter, Ellen Ruck, and Cynthia Stevenson, and let's not forget Sean Roberts playing the crazy guy. Oh, I wish we could forget him less. Two red lights for I Love You, 
Beth Cooper, and I didn't love you, Beth Cooper, and I didn't love your lousy movie either. (laughs) Well, we're going to be back to review another film. We do this a lot. We love to go to the movies, and we love to talk about them. Even when they're, like, kind of terrible. Yes. We still like to go. Until that time, my name is Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. And Greenlight Reviews hopes that we're going to run into you guys having a great time and chowing down all that good popcorn at the movies. You've watched them in unforgettable adventures, love affairs, and tragedies. Now it's time to hear their own remarkable stories. From the makers of Death of a Rockstar and Death of a Sports Star, this is Death of a Film Star. Starring Heath Ledger, Marilyn Monroe, Chadwick Boseman, Robin Williams... Carrie Fisher, and Bruce Lee. Search for Death of a Film Star in your podcast app. You've seen them tell stories. Now it's time to tell theirs.